I'm supposed to start. You you asked me to start, so this is me starting. Okay. My, is this helpful? Not, Am I helping you? Not right exactly. Now? <laughs> Last time I'm doing that. Trying to be helpful. I do have a question for you. Okay. Uh, uh, the past couple texts I've sent you, you've replied with uh, an image. Yeah. And it wasn't until the second one when I realized it was the same person. That's supposed to be you. Yes. I get. I see it. Uh huh. That but is, I, it's that not. is the absolute best representation <laughs> that I can do in the Bitmoji app. That, well, no, that I not that I could do, that my artist girlfriend can do, <laughs> because she's like I, you, I. She sends me them, and it looks exactly like her. And then she tries to do. She tried to do mine. She's like, they don't give you any options for the guys. I was like, I know. That's why it looked like garbage. <laughs> yeah. You made it look slightly less like garbage. It wasn't until, again, like I said, I saw the second one. I was like, yeah. I think that's supposed to be him. I sent him to her because it's cute. I sent him to you, like, ironically. <laughs> because I know you would never, ever participate in it and probably no. actively hate when I send it to you. <laughs> no. And it makes you maybe just a little bit uncomfortable. And that's what I really no, want out no. of texting you. Not too much. But it made me confused today. Because <laughs> I was like, this is the same image. Is this supposed to be Justin? Yeah. It is. It's not you. No. It's really she, not. She even She's like, maybe we should just make you a girl. And I was like, you're not making me a girl. She's like, I could probably have better options and make it look more like you if I started with a girl character. I was like, you're not. I'm not. I'm, I have tits. I'm not going to. My, my bitmoji is not going to have tits. <laughs> but I did make it as fat as possible, which isn't. That's not fat at all. Fat. No. That's the fattest they go. That's not. This is not chubby in the no. slightest. Nope. I don't see any extra there's, weight on this thing. There's exactly one image that I have found that he's like sticking out his gut. And I'm like, okay, that's a little chubby. But yeah. This, yeah, that guy doesn't look husky at all. Nope. Yeah. That's, that's you at the, uh, that's you at episode 101. Hopefully. Yeah. Then I'm going to be like, can you believe we didn't think that looked like you? Now it's dead on. I'm sending you the one where he sticks out his belly. This is a great podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, this is... <laughs> Everybody look at my phone real quick while while I, we're listening I, to but this. But I have, I have a Doge t-shirt on. They have a Doge t-shirt, so... I don't, know what, the, I don't know what that is. It's an internet meme. Mm. Doge is a dog. He's a, a, a particular Oh, I got dog. a beep. Oh, it's good you leave the sound oh, on. Oh, I see the text there a little. Or I see the belly there. Yeah, it's good that you leave the sound on while we're podcasting. That's, that's, that's nice. It happens every time. I know. <laughs> but when it's across the room, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, you have family. If they're dying and need to text you, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. But it is right beside you. you yeah. Can... You want me to hold it up to the mic? No, I think I, I don't think that's necessary. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember, like getting like a wrestling game for nintendo 64 and you could build your own character was it no mercy because that's the best wrestling game don't know it was probably like wcw versus nwo don't know but but they uh you could build your own person and they were just all vaguely exactly the same yeah just (laughs) slightly different skin tones ranging from white to just black black like literal black like on the screen basically like like zero 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 black (laughs) that was yeah uh my friend once made a booker t uh that i said looked like a fudgicle i thought that was it was a pretty apt description i like it yeah 
Uh, I also said it fudgical. I don't actually, when I'm referring to a fudgesicle, I put the S in there. Mm-hmm. But I would say fudgical because it's funnier. Is a fudge? Is that what it's actually called? I, I, that's what people call it. I've never heard that called until just now. You you hang out with higher brow people, probably. Yeah, must. <laughs> I've never once shared a fago with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did love Red Pop as a kid. Uh, I've never been. I can't do that. Really? Hmm. Red Pop was delicious. No. Red Pop, Orange Pop. Orange Pop is is delicious. Grape. Just, no. I mean, no. Sunkist is, is kind of sucks. Fago is okay, but Fago is Nazi soda. Uh, come to think of it, I don't know of a really, really good orange soda, but I do generally like orange soda. Uh, I can't do it. In Las Vegas... Ben and I went to Las Vegas when we were 18 or 19. And uh, that's good. That's a good time to go there. Dude, it was great. Like, we just saw shows all the time and did a bunch of stuff. You know, and then you don't even have the option of gambling, so you don't lose any money gambling. All right, I guess. Um, but we went and I, we discovered something bizarre because the first time it happened, it was just weird, but then it happened over and over and over. So, if you were in a restaurant and you say, uh, I'll have a Coke. What What is the possibility that they're going to say if they don't have Coke? What are they going to offer you? Pepsi. Or I'd like a Sprite. It would, yeah, that would be, uh, sorry, we have Sierra Mist. Or 7-Up. Go fuck yourself, because Sierra Mist sucks. Or 7-Up, okay? Who carries 7-Up? I'm making the point. There are parallels yes. with soda or pop if yeah. you are from the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. Four or five times when we were there. It was like, uh, yeah, I'll have a Mountain Dew. Ooh, we don't have Mountain Dew. We have root beer. Like, these bizarre <laughs> tangent. Like, these are not parallels when you're talking about f- fountain drinks. Yeah. And it happened like five times. It was the most bizarre thing. Yeah, I'd like um, the sea bass. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have sea bass. We have tater tots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I get sea bass for the side of tater tots? Because so, I'm going to say tater tots sound pretty good. So right I don't now. know what that was. Like, is that that's not a made up thing? There are totally parallels there. <laughs> if if you're yeah, if you know what you're talking about, and as a waiter, you probably should. But th- we're not know, talking uh, about. You should know at least a tiny bit about food and maybe drink. they are so highbrow there that they only know like the wine lists and how to pair oh, them. Oh, I can get you a uh, highball that goes great with the steak. <laughs> and then uh, I'm like, I want a Mountain Dew, and they're like, Ah, is that like you want me to piss in the cup? That's true. moonshine, right? That's <laughs> um, you know, we might have a really young whiskey. All all of our all of our whiskeys have been barreled. <laughs> We don't have any actual moonshine. Uh, I, know, like, I know a decent amount about alcohol, having yeah. never drunk any. I started to try to learn about wine and alcohol. Like I like Canadian whiskey. That's what I really like. Mm-hmm. So I tried to learn things about it, and I just gave up. It was too like I had. You have to make a decision there to like really get into it, and I can't. You know why whiskey is brown? Why brown liquors are brown? It's because they're barreled. Yeah. And they light those barrels on fire to reduce the sugars in the barrels. And so moonshine is just whiskey that hasn't been barreled. I know that much. Okay. But 
there's you get into all the different like there are like uh Solaniers for like whiskey and all of the different alcohols as well mm-hmm. um did you see the netflix documentary on that uh no there was How one sommeliers it was, yeah it was called sommelier and it was just like w- these people these guys journeys they were all men but they, these guys journeys where they were trying to learn about everything and they have to like take this f- incredible test where they have to try like six of them and tell them where it was grown and all of this shit I did watch the episode of Parks and Rec where uh, some of the characters took a test like that to be sommeliers. Yeah. Parks and Rec was a good show. The the biggest thing that I have with that is, like, I can't... I would have to try all of them at the exact same time to be able to tell any difference between them. Yeah. But that might just be my white trash palate, too, from yeah. Hershey's and... Yeah, that is high fructose corn cheese. syrup and lots of salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How was your week? Uh, the week was was pretty good. Uh, I finally saw Thor Ragnarok. Um, had a, a friend who hadn't seen any Thor movies, and so I bought. Uh, I had purchased Thor Ragnarok. Uh, a couple days before that, and I was like, "Cool, we'll watch all three. He only got to see. He only stayed for the first two, and so then I got blue balls to not watch Thor Ragnarok so then the next day I just watched Thor Ragnarok I think I saw the first Thor I didn't know there were three yeah uh do you know who directed Thor Ragnarok nope he has directed uh a movie we have done on this podcast okay uh I'm going to fuck up his name I I'm trying my best not to but I don't exactly remember it I think it is Taika Watiti. okay what we do in the shadows oh okay yeah so he directed it he also plays the cgi character who is like the best character in the movie cool uh it's great the thor the original thor is better than it probably should have been it's not great the second one kind of sucked even though the my favorite doctor is the main bad guy but thor ragnarok blows all of them away what was the second one called thor the dark world i got nothing it had Christopher Eccleston as a dark elf. Got nothing. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not opposed to him. It's just like, I feel like you need to commit to those like you do anything else. So Yeah. Well, I'll make you commit to them very soon. Good. Good. Um, yeah. I was already complaining to you. I got new shoes this week, so that's been my... It's just got to work them in. Okay. I, how do you know? <laughs> you, told, you told me the story, yeah. and then you gave them the truncated version with no detail and just your complaint what is there what is the details you got new shoes and your feet hurt and you don't know if they are bad shoes or if you're just breaking in new shoes how do you know the answer when do you know that i think week two (laughs) so i gotta put up with this shit for another week (laughs) no like i'm taking my shoes off when i get in the car to drive home from work without my shoes on i feel like i do that every time i get a new pair of shoes for about a week to a week and a half if it's beyond that then it they're bad shoes there's nothing else in my life that i feel like i need to try that long before i decide that i like it i and i i don't know it i don't know if it's dudes if it's like fat dudes what it is but that happens to me every time i buy a new pair of shoes marianne has like a billion pairs of shoes and they're all like fine she wears them and they're fine like oh you know here's this pair that i bought and i've never worn i'm gonna wear them for 12 hours and it's gonna be okay 
I don't understand that. No. I literally have one pair of shoes at any given time. Or men are just pussies. Like, that's, that's probably the answer. That's definitely a possibility, too. Um, Yeah. Start talking about Ben? I guess. Oh, shit. I don't have any of my notes. <laughs> All right. I will do the synopsis for Ben while you try to find your notes. And I will lengthen the synopsis by talking about how I'm going to lengthen the synopsis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, ben is the story of Ben the Rat from Willard uh, as he finds a, a boy who is sick and dying and they become friends all the while Ben is just straight up murdering people and uh, the boy has to protect him from the people who are trying to stop the rats from murdering people. I feel like I've, I've talked as much as I could possibly talk about the synopsis of Ben without actually talking about the movie, which would require some sort of witty repartee. But Russ is not back yet, so... Uh, yeah, Ben is not a good movie. I would not recommend it. But it's crazy. It has an Oscar nomination and a Golden Globe win. This this might be the most decorated movie we've ever watched on this podcast. I'm back. Is this the most decorated movie we've ever watched on this podcast? Uh, maybe. An Oscar nod and a Golden Globe win? Maybe, yeah. That is sad. I'd run up two flights sucks. of stairs and then run back down, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. At least <laughs> just get on the mic and say something and then suck air. Huh? Behind it, it's good. Oh, I think I'm doing okay. Good. It must be those ten pounds you lost. Uh, so a Bing Crosby production. That was like the very first credit logo. Yeah, fucking Bing Crosby. <laughs> Your favorite person. <laughs> did you know he's white? I did. Okay. I've always known. <laughs> I found that out recently. Um. Also, Meredith Baxter. The mother from Family Ties. She be, she was America's mom. I'm not a Family Ties years. guy. Who cares? She was America's mom for years. No. 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 <laughs> My mom was the mom from Full House. What? Because she died. Yeah, and she died off screen. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. Trip. So Bing Crosby produced it um and and just put this in perspective this is a movie which follows the antagonist of the movie which is a vengeful evil rat Mm -hmm. who befriends a boy a mate is does this boy have special needs (laughs) he's uh no he's just um uh how do i say this uh, probably incredibly gay. <laughs> he he is pretty fancy. Yeah, like he likes shows. He likes puppets. And he, he likes has a marionette collection <laughs> and a little stage. To be fair, he performs in. There is a heterosexual woman in the second film that also has a marionette collection. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Just being fair. There's so what lot. you're saying is they both want to suck cock. 
<laughs> the thing is, this kid doesn't know yet that he wants to. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the for the first twenty four minutes of this movie, I was like, uh, I should not be surprised that I'm fucking bored out of my mind and nothing has happened with a film that is trying to reestablish the main character as a rat mm-hmm. finding a new story to tell. Yeah. Because jack shit happens. If that story was just, hey, this rat murders people, this movie would have been a lot better. You know, th- this is the this is the Blues Brothers 2000 syndrome, is you introduce a kid and the... You know a franchise is going downhill when they introduce a kid. Uh-huh. Like, that's kind of a general rule. Sure. And Blues Brothers 2000, granted it was 25 years after the first movie was made. But, yeah, he introduces a kid and you know it's the death. The death now. Yeah. I would not... I I doubt there were any more movies starring Ben the Rat. <laughs> sure, you don't... Even though they let they leave it open. They could. <laughs> ben, ben rides again. Yeah, turns out you spend a bunch of time in the sewers and uh, your hurt problems go away. Uh, So my note here that I have is I wish this kid was Corey Feldman because like young Corey Feldman, like imagine Corey Feldman coming from Friday the 13th part four Mm -hmm. to this. Yeah. Uh, So I had that point. But then I just read there was some news about Corey Feldman. Okay. We talk about Corey Feldman a lot. Like. Like, He's an interesting person. Like losing his tooth. Yeah. Uh, so apparently he tweeted that he was stabbed and like tweeted pictures of himself in the hospital. Because hmm. um, he recently uh, named names for people that he said had molested him and other people when he was a young child. Okay. Uh, in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Somebody out there? What are you looking at? I don't know. I saw something on the corner of my eye. <laughs> Freaking me it's, out now. It, is, it would not be the first time that's happened. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so he gets, so he said it was a revenge stabbing that he was like at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Somebody opened it up, stabbed him multiple times. Yeah. And then. That's why you keep your doors locked. Very simple. And then ran away. So then he went to the hospital. Uh, I really want to make a Mrs. Doubtfire joke here right now. So, so like <laughs> the police department in the area was like. Uh, just so everybody knows, uh, he had zero lacerations. We are currently investigating this story because it's horrible. But even when I heard that, I was like, he, I think he has the same complex as Michael Jackson, which is like, you don't have any sort of a normal childhood. Mm. So you're like bound to be fucked up in some way. Yeah. Um, and that's very much a case, case of like nurturing gone awry because it's not the normal case. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not excusing it, but my point is, is that he's off enough. I wouldn't put that past him. Yeah. But then, then the police came out and said, like, he had no lacerations. We're still investigating. <laughs> and I think he did suppl- subsequent tweets or whatever mm-hmm. to say, like, I didn't say I was cut with a knife or stabbed with a knife. They're still investigating what it was or whatever. So in theory, somebody could have poked him with blood that's contaminated. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know, but definitely whether it Charlie was int- blood. whether it was intended or not, uh, really felt like he was implying. Like you hear the word stabbed, yeah, you assume knife. 
if you got stabbed with a pool cue, you... <laughs> stabbed implies penetration. You would think so, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just ask the lady from Seven. Oh, wait, you can't because she's dead. Yeah. Because she got stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> so that was my little Corey Feldman news. Uh, one of the first scenes we get is uh, like the, the rats attacking uh, a police officer yeah, in the sewers. Yeah, that real bad. You think so? Yeah. I thought for, it was like a composite shot. Yeah. So I didn't think I that was bad. I excuse it because it was the 70s. It yeah. still looked real bad. The lighting was way off. The lighting was way off, but the fact that I saw live creatures moving onto a person, I was going to give it the pass. I mean, five years later with Star Wars, so, like, rotoscoping was a technology that was available, Um, but I don't know that Ben warranted. (laughs) Not that Star Wars warranted it. It was a cheap movie. This entire movie, we have 20 deaths. 15 deaths maybe that many i don't know every death that we have here's my point Mm -hmm. the death is that individual that is getting killed by a giant group of rats yeah it is trained pet rats walking over people as Mm -hmm. those people just scream yeah with zero attacking happening Mm -hmm. zero sign of what would be injuring them yeah and no blood but it's also people, like, going, oh, God, rats, and then, like, stopping. Like, the guy in the sewer who, like, discovers his bo- his buddy getting eaten, he's like, uh, I'm going to get out of here. And then he just, like, face plants. He doesn't trip. <laughs> no, no, no. He just does, he just like, a of... Ric Flair kind of, woo! <laughs> and... <laughs> And it's like, oops, I need to get back. I was like, he. I at first I thought he was just like, well, I'm dead. Might as well accept it. But no, then he gets up and tries to, then he moves into the corner. The ladder is, he. the corner is further away from him than the ladder to escape. And he goes into the corner and dies. Like, uh. Was it, I, I might be mixing my stuff up here. Was it? deadly eyes or is this something totally unrelated that i recently watched but i watched something recently and one of the guys said the thing that's true about all animals is that they want to run from you i don't specifically remember that from deadly eyes but it kind of rings a bell so i just heard or saw that on something so I'm thinking it probably was deadly eyes uh but here's my point any human being is going to see rats in that scenario Mm -hmm. and be freaked out and want to get away. Yeah. No one is going to think that they are actually going to get eaten alive by those rats and die. No, no one is ever going to No. but these people in this movie react as if they see a rat and they know it's on. It's it's good. It's over. Like I'm, I'm dead. At least the people in deadly eyes are like, holy shit. It's a yeah. fucking rat eating me. I'm surprised this is happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, Willard. Except, except Scatman, who just accepted it. <laughs> he he kind of Ric Flair's it. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but it is, right? Every single one of them just kind of lay on the ground and scream while yeah. nothing happens to them. Or they come up through manholes and very carefully don't drop any of the rats that are the rats that have been placed on them. Yeah. <laughs> 
very gingerly like, ah, ah, oh God, it's slipping. Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> Somebody save the rat. <laughs> ASPCA is here. They're not going to be happy. Um, the rat acting in this consists of seemingly the exact same shot of just zooming in on a rat with dubbing in different rat noises. Yeah. Which I'm not even convinced are rat noises. Like, they might be a dude. Like, there's just... It's, there's, that's what squirrels. That's what squirrels make. Right? Not even rats. <laughs> just squirrels. But it is. Like, but they're it, all small. They're, like, there's moments that, depending on if Ben is supposed to be, like, happy with his, his gay little boy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a sweet little chirping sound. Or yeah. if he's supposed to be devious, it's like a devious lore. Screeching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but there's... No, it's the most obvious dubbing ever. There's no indication this this rat is giving the camera anything other than no. Than uh, for the record, my phone didn't beep there. That was just me pounding it against the table, <laughs> so you, you can shut your mouth. I think it it was best displayed when Ben is leading him to where he lives, and he's walking along the pipe, and he would just stop for a second, and so the kid would stop and just stare at him. And then Ben would keep going, like, in the middle of the pipe. And so I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, the, they probably did 30 takes, and that was the best take that they got. Yeah. And they were like, fuck it. I get, just, I'm done. This has been all my morning. That's good. Good enough. Let's let's move on. Um, So, really what, we, what this movie is, is this entire town becomes convinced to the point of, like, declaring everyone needs to stay in their towns in their houses here's what this movie is an entire town gathers around each the scene of each murder and gawks glassy-eyed and and completely motionless and speechless nobody says a thing and they're all just have this weird glassy-eyed thousand yard stare but they're all dressed to the nines though yes like it's like seven o'clock at night (laughs) when i am Everybody's in their church clothes. They're still wearing suits and ties. Even the children like look fantastic. Yeah. And they all come outside to watch. But this town crumbles when a supermarket is attacked. Yeah. Uh, 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 a hospital, right? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember a hospital. There's nurses involved, whether it's a nursing home or something probably whatever point is there's like four or five different attacks that happen and it crumbles this town to the point where they're telling everyone to stay in and it's like martial law has been declared yeah there's an attack in in quotes to be fair people are dying (laughs) so (laughs) but the supermarket okay there's an attack at a supermarket and i use the word attack in quotes because basically they eat they destroy some food yeah they destroy some boxes of cheerios and one of the cops says there were millions of rats in the supermarket because the movie wants you to convince that there literally are millions of rats there are barely hundreds yeah barely hundreds of rats at the supermarket there's like a bill and a half. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Yes. It's it would be a nuisance. Like it would be an exterminator like this is a pretty big problem you got here. That is it. That is all that would happen. By the way, I've never used the term bill to refer to 100 before. It felt all right. Yeah, good. Good for you. Yeah. Uh my one of my early notes here is 
ah, the 70s, where you could just throw your cigar in the middle of a crime scene. Because <laughs> he's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Throws his cigar down. Um, a police officer just died right there. You should you be just collecting be, evidence. You just became the prime suspect. <laughs> Are you the leader of the rats, sir? Are you the rat king? And he's in... Uh, I love... They keep finding all these people, like, who have been eaten alive by rats and they're like he's like uh, i got this diary where this guy willard says he he like had all these intelligent rats he's like nah quit yanking my chain nope this is what it says like how many people have to die with rats before it's like that's not completely implausible yeah this has never happened before maybe a new influence has has brought these rats upon us yeah I uh, I just read a book by Stephen King, and it was shockingly about a killer car. <laughs> but it was oh, so it was one of his every seventh book. Yes, books. but it was fucking awesome. Okay, okay. and like there, there's multiple times when they're talking to people and they say like, "We crazy just went out the fucking window, right?" Like mm-hmm. you, I I will believe anything you tell me now. Yeah. And I think you'd kind of be at that situation. Anything you could tell them about these rats, he should be believing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was he, by the way? At one point he says he's a reporter, but he's always there. And he seems like he might be the police chief or something. He definitely, I think it's like the, the supposed to be the relationship where sometimes they give him stuff and sometimes they don't. You know, He's at every crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> Every other cop show I've ever seen in my entire life, they're like, ah, oh, fuck, the reporters are here. Yeah. Get them back. Get them back. Yeah. No. No. Not this one. <laughs> they wave them in. walk you through exactly what happens yeah. and let you t- <laughs> tell you about my hunch. Hey, what do you do with that cigar? Throw it on the floor. <laughs> we can't be smoking in here. Butt that out. Make sure you spit on it, too. Cause, uh, so this kid basically has like his own house. Yeah. And he sucks. Those are my notes. This kid has his own house and his kid sucks. So there's like a professionally printed, really nice, it's not even a poster because it's thick, it's solid, right? It's like the thick foam material like you would give somebody for the giant novelty checks. And it says like Danny's Magic Show or Danny's... Magic Room or something. Something like that. Like... They printed this shit. Yeah. Like we can go to Kinko's now, but I feel like in the seventies that yeah. had to have been a hard deal to get. I think that I think the point is that kid made it because he's super talented at everything. He so he invented a printing press. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Okay. Uh, he loves puppets, and he has so he befriends Ben. Yeah. Okay. So he befriends Ben, and he names him Ben because he heard somebody saying, "Oh, Ben is the rat that Willard had that was the leader of the rats." Right. So this has to be better. So he just like projects that onto him. Yes, but it is him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does a rat puppet show for him. Yeah, which like he meets the rat and is like, oh, cool, I met a rat. And then somehow off screen in the span of less than a day, he has made a full marionette rat with like that is fully danceable. Oh, yeah. Everything. Well, not only is the is he an amazing builder of puppets, but he's an amazing puppeteer because he is nailing. He is nailing every single one of uh-huh. these things. Right. And they shoot. They shoot that shit in full shot. Like most of the time that kid knows how to be. <laughs> I feel like I hope 
I hope he learned that for the for that, and that's not a skill that he brought. He's like, hey, guess what? I can also do marionettes. All right, Danny fucking does marionettes. Let's do this. <laughs> it he, the only thing more amazing than his puppeteering was how much Ben loves watching the puppet show. <laughs> Because and the squeaks that he made the squ- because this that's the way we know is because the squeaks mm-hmm. they're happy rodent squeaks. It's not just because he's eating the, he's eating a piece of cheese that continually gets bigger and smaller no. from shot to shot. Uh, the cheese they fucking have a cheese scene in this movie, and they have a million rats, and they ate like half of a wheel of cheese. That's yeah. it. <laughs> like everybody had the tiniest nibble, and that's. <laughs> My son the other day, he was eating, we had tacos, and he ended up, like, pulling everything apart, so he separated, so, like, meat in one side, cheese on another, mm-hmm. uh, and he was shoveling spoonfuls of cheese, shredded cheese in his mouth, and he's <laughs> chubby, and I leaned over to my wife, and I said, hey, remember the the fat mouse from Cinderella? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are evil, and it's great. <laughs> So this movie won a Golden Globe and was nominated for an Oscar for Best Song. Uh, that song is written in this movie. How How is the song written? What do you mean? He sits at a piano and it's just like... Hmm, oh, we're, t- we're there already. Let me sing about some... Let me sing a song about Ben... And then he just sings it with slight pauses, and he's coming up with perfectly perfect rhythm and perfect lyrics. Dude, this kid is a renaissance man. Wunderkin. He's incredible. Um, I did... So, everybody kind of starts to realize that shit is hitting the fan. Mm -hmm. Okay? And they're trying to convince uh, the mayor to take this seriously. And he decides, fine, I'm going to get uh, a team of th- uh, 30 teams to inspect the 1,100 miles of sewers. How long will that take? Five days. He, like, is amazing in that he's able to, like, compute how long each of these, how many people he's going to need and how long in split seconds. He's the world's best mayor. He, he knows, knows what he's town, doing. He loves his town. He knows... He knows every bit of those sewers. Uh, there's a gym scene and a salon scene as well. Next to the cheese shop, yeah. Uh, with the cheese. Uh, it's absurd. Like, this is just scene after scene after scene. Yeah. My favorite one of those is when uh, Ben sees, because Ben can read. We know that because he read The Poison, remember? Yes. So he brings that skill back when he reads a truck is full of uh, fish and poultry. And so him and the rats uh, pull off a truck heist. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. One of these rats uh, is played by Vin Diesel. I don't know if you knew that. I I mean, it makes sense. You know, uh, little Paul Walker. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, the genius. (laughs) Professor, that was what it was, the professor. Professor, the professor, yeah. Um, so, it culminates uh, with the rats being taken out. Uh, well, they they live in the sewers. Mm-hmm. We find out that, because uh, Danny has no respect for his clothes. 
No. He just like, fuck it, I'm going to crawl down this drain. Yeah. I'm going to crawl through this shit water. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah. I well, he's would pr- never in a million years do that. Uh, my mom tells the story of when I was like two or three, she would go. To, have you ever seen Mission Impossible? No. With Tom Cruise? No. Do you know the famous scene? Like where he's lowering himself down? Yeah. Yeah. That was me. She would try to put me in the grass, and I would just, (laughs) like, nope, nothing's touching the grass. I'm not touching the grass. I'm not going to get the little slightest bit dirty. Uh, And she would, like, lift me up, and I'd be fine, and then just, she'd lower me down. And she would, like, that was how she entertained at garden parties. (laughs) It's like, here, look, my baby's weird. Uh, Which I recently learned is is, an early warning sign of OCD, so... I would have thought. I thought you were going to say uh, autism, because like it's a te- like a a sensation thing, like a texture thing. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just like I don't. I can't. I don't like my hands being dirty. I can't do car work. I can't do gardening. Anything like that. Anything where my hands are. Cooking is difficult for me because a lot of things you you need to be tactile with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm not so far gone that I'm like. I'm going to need rubber gloves. I'm going to need some, some powder free latex gloves. It totally seriousness. We've talked about the Asperger's or whatever. Like that is definitely a, a thing like the touch and the sensation mm-hmm. thing, the texture. That's definitely a thing. Okay. For, I'm just more about dirty. Not, not so it's the texture. But are you, I don't, I don't are you like sure of that dirty. though? Like that might be what you're, but I've especially when you were a little kid, you probably, I can't imagine you were thinking dirt as much as you were the way it felt. It didn't feel normal. It didn't feel like, I don't know. Like you might be ascribing the dirt to it now and saying Maybe. that's the reason. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I have OCD. Uh, working in retail killed my ocd like that that is where it it came out the most because you know i was in charge of department i had to walk the department and uh having stuff out on the shelf uh like i see patterns in the world and i have to touch those patterns like that's how my brain works so you know having three of one product and then two of one product and three of another product i had to do three two three you know, and it really fucked with my brain hard. Hmm. I feel like that's what brought out my OCD was, was working in retail for a couple of years. Can we talk about the real star of this movie? Go for it. Michael fucking Jackson. <laughs> the credits? Yes. The credits are the best part of this movie. It is without a doubt. <laughs> this song, did you listen to the whole thing? Yeah. It is fucking phenomenal song. It's a great song. It should have been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. I have listened to multiple versions of this song since, like with him performing it at the Oscars that year, him as an adult singing it. There's a Chipmunks cover of it. There is kids that sing this on like uh, the American Idol for kids now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a fucking awesome song, but it is about a little boy being friends with a rat. I, I told Marianne after the podcast last week, and she was like, oh, well, I knew I always knew the song was about a rat. And I was like, how do you know the song was about a rat? Apparently her sister was obsessed with Michael Jackson, didn't know the whole story, but knew that the song was about a rat. And 
And so she was like, I almost said something when we were watching Willard. And I was like, well, I'm glad you didn't because <laughs> I looked real dumb on the podcast for a real long amount of time. And that's, usually, that's good podcasting. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, yeah. This... The the greatness of this song compared with the shittiness of the movie oh, yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Like night and day. Like, and I watched Charlton Heston introduce Michael Jackson to perform this at the Oscars that year. And okay. and he was like from the feature film Ben. And it wasn't like Ben, this fucking piece of shit about <laughs> this rat. Well, fucking Ben, I guess Michael Jackson's here. Yeah, exactly. With a kick ass like it's it's doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I I don't know. Uh, unless you I mean did Barry Gordy owe Bing Crosby a favor? And so they like trade him. <laughs> you know, fuck, uh tell you what you don't publish those pictures uh i'll give you michael jackson for your dumb rap movie but but this would be the equivalent of 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 beyonce doing uh um a huge song for the what's a shitty movie that would be like uh the new workaholics netflix movie there right like because <laughs> even though he was a kid michael jackson was still a star right now yeah like I don't know. I can't get my rind around it. It's absolutely the best part of this movie. This movie was terrible. It's it's not good. It's bizarre in the most boring way possible. Yeah. Like, you would think, like, I want to watch a movie where somebody goes bonkers with these things. Because if you would make a kid that does puppets and is kind of feminine and is awesome at everything and a savant with things, and he befriends this rat Mm -hmm. that could be awesome because it sounds bizarre but they managed to make this boring as balls yeah i feel like willard probably was in willard and danny would have been good friends willard willard i bet you willard played with some puppets as a kid oh for sure um so we don't normal this is a weird thing let's willard or ben uh willard willard Uh yeah absolutely ben sucked yeah ben was terrible uh but i did find out yeah, about from this movie, uh, from the grocery store scene, uh, on the aisle was Kleenex paper towels. I didn't. I mean, it makes sense that they made more pe- sure. paper products. Yeah, but I've only known them as you know Kleenex. Yeah, facial tissues mm-hmm. that nobody calls facial tissues because everyone calls them Kleenex. Yeah, that's that that was weird to me. I'm with you. And I'm like, I bet you they still own paper towel cup. I didn't look into it because why would I? I'm a piece of shit. Uh, but I was like, I bet you they still make paper towels, but it's like probably they probably make like Scott towels or something. It's got to be like, like if they, you no, they, the name got too big with with that, so they changed their paper towel division. Yeah, I would buy that completely. Yeah, that makes sense. It's weird. Um, this is the segment of the podcast where we do like a little tangent that we talk about something else, mm-hmm. but I don't really have anything planned. So <laughs> no novel, novel ideas with Russ, no horror news. Mm. Did you watch the Leprechaun movie? No, I don't have TV. I don't have TV. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, I watched well. the Ragnarok. Uh, you want to talk about that longer? Oh, it beeped. Oh, it's, it's mi- beeping a lot. Micro penis Josh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, let's see what Micropenis Josh is up to. <laughs> mm. I mean, we didn't have that not much. 
for the podcast. So he just said that he busted a counterfeiter in a in a group on Facebook. So good job, oh. micro penis Josh. All right. Uh, and the and the message before that, by the way, he assuming it's about like horror props. Yeah, uh, but in the before that, we were actually talking about a horror prop, and I he said it's it's a huge prop, and I said I don't think it is that big. He said that's not huge. I've been lied to. Hashtag micropenis. <laughs> <laughs> He's embracing this. He, yeah, he's totally embraced it. He just hashtagged himself micropenis in the yeah. text. Good. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks micropenis Josh, for that little <laughs> intermediariness from the middle there. Going to go see Black Panther this weekend. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. It's supposed to be good. It's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's Easter this weekend. You doing anything for Easter? Um, no, my kids were gotta do that shit. Like, you're not gonna hide eggs in the backyard or anything. No, I mean we we never really did it outside. We always did it inside so that they come down. Like, basically, I just recreate what happened to me, mm-hmm. so I don't know where down the the lineage of halls that this happened. But it was always just in the morning. You come down like Christmas morning, and then the Easter Bunny has came. It's not really outside like I know a lot of people do outside. Yeah. We never did Easter egg hunts. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, it was candy that was hidden all around. So there's candy and there's plastic eggs. Yeah. And we do tomorrow, which is Saturday, we'll do, uh, uh, we'll dye eggs. But then we always just end up turning them into deviled eggs for Easter dinner. So. Yeah, we always, we always did the uh, dyed eggs. But. Then the deviled eggs were clean. We weren't allowed to, to color the, the ones for deviled eggs. Why? Because then it would make the because sometimes because the vinegar bullshit would like turn the actual egg different colors. Yeah. Sometimes. But why? But why does it matter? Because they were like for display. For the. <laughs> for we the got our show own. For like, show. We got our own like dozen, and then there was the dozen for the deviled eggs. Hmm, okay. Or how many ever dozen, whatever. So since my mom died, like the family get-togethers have changed because we don't have our matriarch anymore mm-hmm. um so now it's like we sort of just divvy up and everybody brings a few things as opposed to my mom just making everything mm-hmm. so it's like it's fine yeah. it's just like it's changed a little bit because my dad's like if you bitches want to eat i'm not making all this shit <laughs> i'm not your mom <laughs> yeah i uh, will make i will make a fucking ham if you guys want anything other than a giant slab of ham you got to bring it yourself <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the same, like, since my grandfather's died, like, he was the patriarch, we would all, you know, gather around with him, and, like, that was what the holidays were, he was going to Grandma Grapple's house, and then he died, and now my grandma moved to the lake with my aunt, so, like, I never get to see them anymore, and, uh, so my mom and I actually do an Easter on Saturday, because she's gonna spend Easter with, uh, her, my stepdad's side of the family. So she's making like a special Easter just for us. We'll probably play like Cards Against Humanity. Sounds good. It's going to be chill. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Um, Deadly Eyes? Deadly Eyes. Synopsis. Uh, <laughs> they're steroid corn, which makes dachshund-sized rats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good. Overall thoughts on Deadly Eyes. Uh, yeah, no. Also not good. Slightly less boring. But not good. I disagree. I really liked Deadly Eyes a lot. Okay. A lot. 
Uh, so first we open on a rat lecture to where, okay, remember when you're watching this, mm-hmm. you see this must be a group of college students being lectured about rats. You would think. Okay. And then they get into a school bus and I'm like, is this college <laughs> going? I, I still Why are they on? I watched the whole movie. I still have no idea. I think it's high school. I think it is also, but. But there's some confusing things happening because yeah. they all look like they're in college. Uh, they act like they're in college. Mm-hmm. Like they're not that immature. They, but they have gym and like the teacher is more than a gym teacher. He's a gym right. teacher, but he's also teaches other classes. Yeah, he's like an engineer slash, I'm assuming science teacher, biology teacher. Yes. Slash gym teacher. coach. Yes. So that feels like a high school. Yeah. That doesn't feel like a college. No. So I think that it's high school with you have to cast people in their 20s. But also, he's using the shower facilities with the the kids which to me says though all those people are over 18 or else that's problem that's like not a thing you would do but is he using it when they're there i thought he was he's using it after they're gone he is in the shower talking to them who are not in the shower but may have just been in the shower possibly with him it's true I still feel like it, I still feel like if you were in college and you're over eighteen, showering with your professor, that's probably. But it's still weird. Yes. But marginally more acceptable. Uh, mar- marginally. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between showering with children and not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not nearly as good. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh. uh Yep, that's good. The, Those are our podcasting <laughs> stills at work. <laughs> we both uh, at the same time. Uh, so pretty quick, we find out how much this girl wants to bang her professor. Yeah. Like immediately, they get off this field trip. Yeah, they get on the bus and she's like, I'm going to bang that teacher. Mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah. I love him. My boyfriend sucks. My boyfriend sucks. And she's a major bitch to her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, there's a big argument between them, and he's like, just tell me what I did. And she's like, why are you bothering me? Yeah. He's like, you've been giving me the cold shoulder. She's like, if you have to ask, you don't even know. Lay off me. And he's like, you're supposed to be my girlfriend. You won't talk to me for three weeks. And I'm the bad guy? I felt so bad for that dude. Yeah. They, they, that's something I think that they did do good, because it would have been easy to make him like the like you kind of thought he would be the typical jock or jerk. Uh-huh. I don't think he was a jerky guy no, at all. No. He was just her high school or college boyfriend, and she wanted to bang an older dude. Yeah. Sorry, did, guy. Yeah. It's not your fault. <laughs> really wish it would have told you she was going to try to fuck the professor uh, or teacher. But uh, Yeah, I felt really bad for that dude who, in another movie... That's the that's the bad guy. That's the bad guy. He wasn't the He's bad guy. Get some sort of come up. Nope. He was the victim. His, his face is gonna go into dog turd or something. <laughs> nope. He was totally the victim. <laughs> nope. She yeah. was the bitch. Um. So then we get uh one of our our protagonists. We meet her and she works for the USDA or the uh, the city somewhere the docks. I don't know somewhere that inspects. 
corn. Yes. Because Somewhere she that says, inspects stuff. <laughs> because they are steroid laden, and she tells them, you cannot ship this. We are going to burn all of this. And he says, come on, they're for African children? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is your, yeah, we're going to do a lot of good. We're going to feed a lot of people. And she's like, no, this is feed corn. Like he was going to be like, we're not going to feed this to American cows. We're going to feed it to African kids. And she's going to be like, oh, okay, good. As long as it wasn't for American cows, you can give this shit to African kids. (laughs) Uh, That was pretty incredible. Yeah. Along with their Portland Trailblazers champions t-shirts um i thought that uh they didn't win i thought scatman Crothers during the scene was working with the guy at the dock i thought so too like because he was just didn't say anything and just like giggled and like nodded but you know but you know what scatman Crothers loves he fucking loves fire (laughs) that scene was amazing it's like all the corns on fire he's like yeah fuck yeah fire Fuck yeah! Fire is awesome. This is the best part of my job. Oh, That's my Scatman Crothers impression. I like it. Who I think is the most reserved and mellow guy ever. Like he's never ever said anything that excited or he enthusiastic. He takes an axe in the back in the shining, just like. Well, guess it's my time to go. Um, so we get our first kill in this movie and this starts us off. We're like, there are no limits in this fucking movie. It nope. can't, anything can happen. Apparently they will go anywhere. Who is our first victim? Justin, the, the dog rats eat a baby. <laughs> they eat a baby. They tear it apart. And not just like, off, I mean, it does happen off screen, but there's just this trail of blood. This and, is, this and is viscera yeah. leading to <laughs> the bloody onesie (laughs) and we had like five minutes to get to know this baby we knew it was baby caroline yeah (laughs) and it was like uh, you know it's like tipping over the high chair and like oh you know they're they're gonna it's gonna kill the lady or something she's gonna walk in and save the baby and so no she walks into horror on the floor (laughs) just yeah so this is something to be scared of. This is a giant rat that just ate Multiple a baby. Yes, yeah, that just ate a baby. Uh huh. <laughs> that is what you're dealing with with this movie. Um. The. The rats love to bite appendages in this movie. Yeah, they also make cheetah sounds. They do make cheetah sounds. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like big cat nature sounds. Um, I think the rats look really good, both when they're dogs dressed as rats running around uh-huh. uh, and when they're the puppets yeah. and the animatronics. I think it looks good. Like, it looks like a mutated killer rat. When I read the IMDb trivia that it's just dogs running around in rat costumes, I'm like, this is going to be great. This is going to look terrible. It looked really good. It was really believable. Doesn't that it? Was, like, they moved, they moved like dachshunds. Yes. Sure. But if I didn't know that there was dachshunds and rat costumes, I'm like, those, what are they, they got really big rats. That's, that's great. Yeah. Cause great. They, they look a little wobbly yeah. and they, you know, like you see them run up the steps or whatever. When, yeah. They're definitely dachshunds when they're running up and down the steps. But how does a rat that big run up a step? Exactly. It could be exactly like that, yeah. you know? So I, I feel like it was, a, it was a super clever, clever way to do what they did and it worked. And I think that they did 
a really good job with it. These are the fucking rats I would be scared of. Yes. If you saw one of these rats, you'd be like, that rat is going to fucking eat me. Mm-hmm. Not the rats from Ben. Yeah. Because it's, cause it's like, the rats from Ben are just a rat. And you're like, ah, fuck a rat. Get out of here. Um, One of our next kills, we go from a baby <laughs> to the opposite end of the spectrum. To an old man. To an old man. Who is so happy to be out walking. Big, yeah. Just, you know, la-dee-da. Well, he just got it's done with nice, his date. He just nice got done with a date. Night. Yeah. I'm going to get lucky. Yeah. He just, like, gave the sweet kiss to the sweet other sweet old 80-year-old lady mm-hmm. uh, and was like, I'm going to see you again. I'm going to walk the away. After la, la. Successful date. Yep. Fucking killed by rats. So we killed a baby. <laughs> well, yeah. Then we killed an elderly man. He gets, he gets like, his Achilles tendon taken out by one of the rats. And then, like, finally gets up, stands up again, only to go over a railing and fall down a bunch of stairs. <laughs> Falls down, like, two flights of stairs and gets eaten by rats. Yeah. I Not be- a good way to go. I believe that could happen in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, so we end up going to Scatman Carruthers and the female protagonist office area mm-hmm. where they're debating about what's going on. Did you see what was hanging behind them? Like, the decoration in their office? It was Mickey Mouse from Fantasia. Like, it's just like an 8 by 10 photo hmm. of Mickey Mouse in the Fantasia wizard costume. But my grandpa probably had that exact poster. He always had one of those. That's weird. I didn't see it. I missed it. But so that, that they couldn't have paid for that. This movie didn't pay for that. No. It's just something somebody had on their wall. It's bizarre. It's no big deal. It's bizarre. It's no big deal. <laughs> Uh, do you know how much I wanted to put Ben in this episode, like play it? But I was like, no, I guarantee you fucking like there's yeah. things you can get away with or whatever. Yeah. Michael Jackson songs are not one that we could get away with. Like no. they are scanning for those things. Yeah. Uh, shit, who owns those now? I guess it's probably just his estate. So, yeah, didn't. Yeah, the the Beatles got their music back because he bought the Beatles music. Yeah, that's one of my favorite stories ever is back. like. I think Paul McCartney like told Michael Jackson at some point, like, hey, if you're trying to figure out what to do with your money, you should really buy music. It's a very good way to earn money. It's 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 like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Okay. By the way, I just bought all your music. <laughs> so now I own the Beatles. Yeah, out from under him. Yeah. Like Paul McCartney was the second highest bidder. <laughs> oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, there's a story about uh uh, Jim Carrey, and oh, I fucking wish I knew who it was. The Man on the Moon thing. Have I told you about this? No, I mean somebody else was going. So Man on the Moon, the movie about uh, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Um, Jim Carrey. I think it was Nicolas Cage. Okay, okay. Nicolas Cage was like, "Hey, I really want to go out for this movie about Andy Kaufman. Like, I'm gonna. It might not be Nicolas Cage, but it was definitely Jim Carrey." I'm going to, let's just say it's Nicolas Cage. It sounds like something you would do. I'm going to go out for this movie. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to like send in like an audition tape of me like acting like Andy for like two months, like whatever it was, like this huge fucking thing. And Jim Carrey was like, 
What are you talking about? If they want you, they will come and get you. They will know. Don't grovel to them. Don't blah, blah, blah. And then meanwhile, Jim Carrey went and like did all of this extra shit and just totally backstrapped him. And Nicolas Cage said something along the lines of like, I listened to him. I thought he was my friend. I thought he had my best interest in mind. Did you see he just tweeted out today uh, his submission for Donald Trump's official portrait? No. Uh, what's it called? It's called uh, I Scream, He Screams, We All Scream Forever. And it is... I know I've seen he's been doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like it, it's like it's Donald Trump with like two scoops, like a sundae that looks like boobs. And like he's like rubbing his nipples eating ice cream. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, anyway... Yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, so we meet, uh, our, our turns out our protagonist is the teacher. Who knew? Yep. Didn't get that from the first half hour of the movie. No. Uh, but who, I think this movie all around is acted awesomely by everybody. Yeah. From the kids to the, the protagonist to the high school slash college kids. Yeah, there's nothing I would, I would call out that was bad. Yeah. Uh... But he, we find out he has a kid, and his kid really wants to be a train engineer, and uh, then he meets uh, the lady protagonist, uh, the lady from the USDA slash mayor's office, whatever it is. Uh, and then the, he sends the kid off to play hide-and-seek. Yes, I want to talk about this hide-and-seek. Is, is the kid dumb or cheating? Okay, we're talking about two totally different things with hide-and-seek, then. Because he says... He says Mississippi 1, Mississippi 2, Mississippi 3, Mississippi 5, Mississippi 8, Mississippi 10. Here I come. Oh, he's totally cheating then. But he, I don't know. I believe that, that, that that kid was dumb. No, he was cheating. He was totally cheating. That's your answer to that question. Okay. He, also, who says Mississippi before the number? <laughs> that kid? You're right. Maybe he's dumb. <laughs> Here's what I was thinking the whole time about this. You've already established that there are no limits, right? They will kill a kid. Yeah. So there was a genuine possibility. This isn't like a, another movie where you're like, you know, they're not going to kill a kid. There's going to be a fake scare. Mm-hmm. They've already established they will kill a kid. It was more than possible that they were going to kill this kid while he was out playing hide and seek and his dad was going to have to find him. Yeah, but I just met him and I didn't care about him. What no. they do instead is kill Scatman Crothers. No, but you would care about a man finding his child eaten alive. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Scatman Crothers, though, kind of commits suicide? He, like, locks himself in... So he's in the, he has to, he's, gets told, you have to go to the sewers. That's where we think these rats are coming from. We're getting reports of rats uh, killing old men. <laughs> okay, yeah. So he goes to the sewers. Mm-hmm. He sees the uh, the problems happening, and he ends up getting kind of sequestered and cornered into a closet, caged well, in First area. off, he gets bitten in the hand, and then runs through the sewers with his hand, like, flopping. Like, I understand you get bit, and it sucks, but I feel like if you're running away, you would still use that hand <laughs> to try to pump and get yeah, a little think bit so. of speed. You'd think so. But instead, he just leaves it up and flopping. <laughs> So then, yeah, he finds this this fenced-in area and, like, leans back with his uh, back against the barrels and 
like puts his feet against the door to hold it back. Uh, so I don't think it's like I don't think it's but at that point. But like they get suicidal. in. No, but they get in. Yeah, they get in. The and side. then he just tips over to the side, he like just to, sees them and is like, hmm. <laughs> they just just tips over to the side. I feel it like just, that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> just be like, you know what? I'm out of ideas. Accept it. Actually, no. I would tip the other way. Eat my head. Make this go faster. That's, I don't. I don't understand what he was doing. He did just tip over and let them go to town on him. Um, there is one of the high school students ends up getting bit in the hand, and this is where I think the uh, example of really good acting comes in. Okay. Is that they end up at the hospital talking to him, and he does a really great job of playing like the, I'm a good kid, but I'm kind of a smart ass. Like, I'm a high school kid. Yeah. He's, uh, I I just remember he, he yells like the case of who, the case of what bit. And then he says his name and I don't remember because I didn't really care about this movie, but that I always thought that was, that was weird and kind of corny, but kind of in his character. We do get a really classy sex scene for a rap movie. Yeah. This is, this is what I want to ask you. This is the main question about deadly eyes is a movie with dog rats is that the type of movie that needs a gentle 40 something love scene i'll take it man like (laughs) there's all these teenagers slash 20 somethings throughout this entire movie but instead the 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 40 year old lady takes her top off and i'm not complaining about 40 year old lady taking her top off this did not seem like the type of like this is the type of movie where you're like okay, we got to get like th- at least three twenty year olds to to take yeah. off their top. Well, you also have this girl who who literally shows up in lingerie mm-hmm. at the professor's teacher's house, yeah, trying to seduce him, and nothing, and nothing. She bends over in some panties. That's about it. Yes, exactly. We we get the uh uh. Halloween party. What was Night of the Demons? We get the Night of the Demons shot. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yep. Uh, Not with the 40-year-old, though. (laughs) No. No, we get this, like, super tender, long, extended sex scene. Like, I did not expect to see 40-year-old nipple sucking. (laughs) Not even sucking. Nipple gently caressing and kissing. (laughs) Yeah. They were making love. They were making love. Yes, 100%. (laughs) In a a rat... (laughs) Dogs in rat costume yeah, movie. Yeah. Didn't just seemed completely out of place. There's a there's another movie we gotta watch and it's like probably the most famous sex scene. Like I the only not the only I wanna watch that movie so we could talk about the sex scene. Alright then. I'm not gonna tell you when it is though. So like, you know, in the next hundred episodes you're gonna get this movie thrown at you and you're like, Okay, I don't know where we're gonna watch this and you're like, Oh my god, the sex scene, that's why we're watching this movie. Is it Team America World Police? No. Because that's cinema's best sex scene. No. Dude, I hated that movie. Why? Because the joke for 90% of the jokes were, it's because it's a puppet, get it? That's the joke. That's what the sex scene was. That's what 90% of it was. It's, get it? It's because it's a puppet. It. I feel like that movie was, it had those jokes, but behind those jokes were actual was actual clever satire. And clever uh, thoughts about America at that time. 
I mean, just the name Team America World Police is absurd, but it like it's, it's pretty accurate. No, yeah, it, and the, you know they're both libertarians. And it, it's kind of how they felt. I'm sure. The, the, I'm the sure that era. my ninety percent estimation is way over the top, but that's I seen it once, and that's what I left feeling was like I get it. They're puppets. That please stop making this joke. Puppets fucking. But the the funny thing, uh, I will. I think I've recommended it on the podcast before. I will continue to recommend it. Is this movie is not rated? It's all about the MPAA and movie ratings. Matt and Trey are in it, and they talk about that sex scene. And the whole point of that scene is that it's funny because two puppets are just banging together. Like, that's the whole point of that. But they were getting, like, frame by frame from the MPAA. Like, you have to cut here. You know, if you if you show, like, two more frames of this. The MPAA usually doesn't tell you what to cut. They just give you a rating and don't tell you what to cut. Right. That's the point. They got special treatment because they, they were, like, a big budget movie. Mm-hmm. That and that's another point is that small indie films they won't they'll barely even give you notes they'll just be like NC seventeen, and you'll be like why and like fuck you yeah and but with big budget movies with the studio comes in and goes hey uh, actually you know and then you know they'll work with you sometimes um, the professor that that is a professor that gave the lecture is our next victim uh, and he takes boxes into the sub 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 basement of the college that it looks like he traverses through the cave that's under the school <laughs> yeah and then through the giant holding take for killer whales it's, some, it's like and then a boiler room it was like a, a saw maze and then he ended up in like a storage room for vhs tapes <laughs> so the directions are uh, go from the office, my office, mm-hmm. go down okay. the stairs through the cave, through the cave. Got, wait. Okay. There's limestone on the walls. Stil- uh-huh. When you see the stalactites, you need to turn left. Okay. Okay. I, stalactites, I don't, okay. Go, okay. go. Okay. Continue going uh-huh. until you see the giant tanks. Giant tanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's three orcas inside there. Tankers it's those sides. Okay. okay. You're going to, you're going to pass through those. It's those a while because they've got to have room to swim. Then you're going to see the boiler room. Watch out for the guy in the striped shirt. Okay. Don't. Don't fall asleep in there. Okay. Don't fall asleep in the boiler room. Okay. Then you keep going, and there's a door on the right. Uh-huh. Don't pass it, because there's a bunch of doors that start there. Okay. That's where we keep the VHSs. Okay. Um, uh, I, I lost it. Cave? <laughs> yeah. Just give me the fucking tape. I'll take it down myself. <laughs> it's not like there's rats down there. Uh, so yeah, so in, the, it is, those that all had to have been shot at a different place, right? Yeah. Like, I, like, it, like it was, it looked like a sewer, it looked like sewer system from Ben at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I want to see that, like where they're traveling around with that actor just to get those different shots so that it looks like he has to walk a long way. So it looks like I'm have, uh, two quick scenes here and, uh. You need me for two weeks over seven locations? <laughs> Doesn't seem right. Yep, nope. Trust <laughs> is, me. Is there a, a, do I have some pink sheets that I, uh, I'm not you gotta aware get of? To the, you got to get to where they hold the VHS at this college. Oh, makes sense now. Got it. <laughs> uh, the So he gets killed. Yeah. After traversing all of that. 
then is about the my favorite part about this my favorite part of this movie which is the about 12 seconds of game of death we get to see the bruce lee fighting oh yeah yeah, yeah. Abdul jabbar mm-hmm. that was nice like it was like oh a good movie I but I still I will go to bat for Deadly Eyes, man. Uh, apparently, lots of people will. So, the female protagonist abducts the son of the male protagonist. Well, she finds him with the high schooler yep. slash college student, and assumes yes things. But she had already promised the son that he could go on the train ride. Yep. So. But sort of abducts him yeah basically <laughs> so she just takes off with him to take him on this train ride that the mayor and everyone is on and it gets attacked by rats mm-hmm. power goes out power goes out dad shows up punches a police officer in the face doesn't really try to explain his position much he, he- just keeps saying i have to get back there and the cop's like fuck you buddy because he's figured everything out somehow yes I still have no idea how he knew exactly what was going to happen uh, and where they were going to attack. Well, he got a phone call saying that they that she was right about the rats. Right, that they're, like, big. Yes. But how does he know, what does that have to do with the mayor's train? They talked about, like, the feed source and, like, where they were routed to. Oh, and it went through there? Yes. Yeah. Again, didn't pay attention to the movie. So. But he punches a cop and steals his gun. <laughs> <laughs> which i think we've talked about on this podcast how uh all the times that i have been with a police officer my brain hates me so it goes what do you think would happen if you steal steal that cop's gun every time you think it'd be funny it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be funny no no but uh Mr. best case scenario you get tased and arrested yeah best case scenario uh but uh this guy did it he was fine yeah. And he is the world's best shot. Yeah. He shot a pure black rat in total darkness. Over a cop's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Six shots, six dead rats. I wanted to fuck him all, after that. And they all flew back 20 feet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, so the, the train is stranded. We have to get these people out of here. Uh, so they start walking through the subways and then the rats start picking them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get reunited with our our two horny forty year olds and the son. This is this is the opening of a new train station, which cost a hundred million dollars in nineteen eighty two or whenever the fuck this came out. Yeah, it's a really expensive fucking train station. Yeah, it didn't look that nice. No, <laughs> no, it did not. Uh, so they decide to go full Rambo on these rats, and yeah. they make a flamethrower. No, it it was literally just a butane torch, and there were three of them, and I'm like, oh, light one, take the other two. But he's like, no, it's fine. He had no plan, but he's like, I'll only need the one. <laughs> um, but they kill the rats, and they're good. Yep. They blow up all the rats, and they even say, there's no more rats, because none of them could have ex- survived that. And then uh, he goes, hey... Why don't you uh, come on in here, kid, and see how great of a train engineer your dad is? But he forgot about the brakes. That kid, that kid, his love for trains died that day, <laughs> along with many, many people. Yeah. 
the kid did like that high school girl though. When he's peeking in the peeking in the door. He peeks in the door and sees barely clothed boobs. I I would like that person also. Yeah. So how's this movie end? Uh rats. Yeah, they pull in the station and the subway is full of rats who mm-hmm. ate the mayor. And the rat jumps up and freeze frame. That's it. So the movie just ends with them bringing, literally delivering rats into the town. Yes. All right, then. Uh, I like Deadly Eyes a lot. I think that really? it is way better well acted than it deserves. It looks better than it deserves. Uh, or that the uh, you would think it would be. Um, you get some awesome 40-year-old boobies. Uh, I wasn't complaining about the boobies. <laughs> it just was a weird tone to strike in this mo- in a movie filled with docs. But that's with the thing. Costumes. But that's the thing. I think that this a lot of this movie is elevated above what you would uh, a movie where you dress up rat uh, dogs as rats. I think the acting's elevated, the effects are elevated, even the dogs themselves are elevated from what you'd think it was going to be. I think that's the problem. I think I just wanted a movie with rats and dog co- dogs and rats costumes. Or rats and dog costumes. <laughs> just you just know, give me it. one animal dressed up like another and I Ex- will be happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they tried to actually make a film. I, th- I think that might be. You were I, expecting... I wanted, a, I wanted a movie and they made a film. Yeah, I think that might exactly. be true. Yeah. Uh, so Deadly Eyes or Ben? It should not be that hard. No, fuck you. The rats were cute when they waddled up and down the stairs. And it looked funny. So I'm going to give it to Deadly Eyes. Deadly Eyes, 110%. I can't believe that Michael you Michael Jackson. Michael, Michael Jackson needed to sing a song about this. But he didn't. He sang a song about Ben. <laughs> That's true. He really was the star of that movie. Yeah. He was great. It's crazy. I was watching him sing that song on the Oscars. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Like, I know it's old news. Did he look like a monster? It, yeah, it's insane how different he looked. Yeah. Like, it's like even like the way your skull is, right? Like the way how far his eyes were set apart and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, holy, it doesn't look like the same person. Like yeah. physically, it just doesn't even look close. Like it was a little black kid. Yeah, either he had some disease or he was addicted to plastic surgery or both. Like, whatever whatever f- path brought him to that face was probably a very sad path. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that at all. Like, but, but even just, like, looking at, like, his facial structure, like, they can do a lot with plastic surgery, but, like, I'm, like, literally imagining, like, taking his skull apart and moving his eyes closer together and stuff. And I mean, it was people's change when they grow up, but holy shit, man. I feel like people break bones and stuff to get, to look how they want to look. It's nuts. It's like the woman who went to questionable countries because she wanted ribs removed so she could look like Barbie. Yeah. People, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know what has people in it? What? Our movies for next week. Oh, shit. Segway. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't plan this very well because there isn't any people in these movies. It's just a bunch of uh, uh, anteaters dressed up as chinchillas. 
Hmm, it's awkward. I'd watch that. Um, so what we have next week is uh, you've heard me talk about Jack Ketchum a lot. Mm-hmm. Just recently read a Jack Ketchum book. They made a movie about it, so we're going to do that. Okay. It doesn't advertise that all over uh, here because I don't think that's a that's a household name. Uh, but a little bit about Jack Ketchum. Jack Ketchum is known. He he wrote uh, 30, 40 novels. He wrote one novel that was paranormal, and pretty much everybody was like, that's your worst book. Don't do that again, Jack. He was like, I know. That kind of sucked. I'm not going to do that again. But everything that he writes, uh, other than that, uh, is very real and visceral. And uh, like my favorite novel by him is called Stranglehold. Mm-hmm. And it is about uh, a bad dude who grows up, uh, gets married, uh, and it's telling now it shifts more to the side of from his wife uh, and son. And she starts to realize that things aren't well with her son. Um, like he's shitting the bed, like at like 10 and 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, and things are going poorly. And then you can probably imagine the horrible things that she finds out about from her husband. Uh, and then tries to escape from him. And then she's fearing for her life, fearing for like very real things. Like you, when I read Jack Ketchum's books Mm -hmm. it is horrifying in a totally different and less fun way than reading stephen king's killer cars does not sound like a fun read uh it's maybe worthwhile but they're not they're not fun like they're uh, you read them to feel horrible um so that's the uh, guy (laughs) that we're gonna watch the movie about yay (laughs) uh so first movie justin uh they should have told the truth uh, this isn't the one. Didn't they make a comedy with the same name with a bunch of old people as spies? It was like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, there's some Morgan Freeman in like Bruce Willis movie. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cox and Tom Sizemore, two great actors. Well, Brian Cox is a great actor. Brian, I was gonna say Tom, you said Tom that. Sizemore <laughs> is uh, he's a he's a great drunk person who could shows up on set sometimes. Uh, Red Brian, Brian Cox is just great though. Yeah. And he like, like you can tell it's Brian Cox, but he looks very not Brian Cox. No, he is a chameleon, man. Uh, an elegant thriller. Uh, what are we going to see on here? here? On the cover, it's just, you know, their heads. Uh, and there's a red car with some people around it. And Brian Cox is holding uh, uh, presumably a body wrapped up in a red shroud. Uh it says it's a thriller, so uh, I'm guessing uh, like some sort of murder and then threat of more murder. Okay. Very specific. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, second movie uh, you're going to be familiar with. Okay. I think you will be, you will not see this coming, I think. Is it Zodiac? <laughs> I have more things to say about Zodiac. No. All right. Second movie. Second movie. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking John Wick. This movie is amazing. I love this movie. That's what I hear. You've said that. Uh, and I really want to see the second one. But it's just enough that Marianne wants to see it. 
So I can't watch it alone or she'll be mad at me. So can I tell you, since you've seen it, what I think this is going but, to be? Uh, for John Wick 2. But uh, she's never in the mood to watch it. So we have yet to see John Wick 2. Yes, tell me what John Wick is about. Uh, John Wick, you said, mm-hmm. was about a guy who gets his dog killed and then he kills a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine it being Keanu Reeves as Jason Bourne without the... Uh, spy element that's what i'm envisioning okay so yeah do you want to talk any more about what you think red is now (laughs) uh i want to know what the the tie is that's what i'm interested about uh especially since you haven't seen john wick no Uh, is john wick based on jack ketchum no is, are you going to say what the tie between the movies are? No, watch the movies. Okay. Go, I, haven't, I haven't even seen Red. I haven't seen either of these movies. Oh. I read Red. Oh, well, yeah, you said... I haven't seen the movie. Okay, so it's just two movies you want to see? Is that the thread? Justin, what else you got for us? Uh, just... Come on, man. Just tell me. 